You know, one of the things we've been doing over the over the course of this uh, pandemic, uh, we have gotten such great perspective from so many different fields in the legal industry, so to speak, lawyers, judges, and just uh, everybody's uh, perspective and outlook and what they're going through. And uh, looking forward right now to talking with Limposter Zimmerman. Uh, she has uh, been practicing for over 35 years. Suffolk Bar Association president, by the way, at least for another 10 days or so. Uh, specialties regarding families, divorce lawyer, family law, you name it. And it's a pleasure to have her first time. Lynn, great to have you on LA News Radio. Uh, good morning, Jay. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. And I just want to say I hope you and your family and all your listeners are doing well and staying healthy. Um, so I'm very glad to be uh, to be on the radio this morning. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, we're trying to get on as best as we all can. We're on this thing together, no question about it. Uh, fascinating to look at the industry, the courts, and, and how attorneys are kind of going about their business. You know, it's interesting today, you're starting to see, I guess, a loosening of the restrictions uh, when it comes uh, to the civil stuff as well. So that's, a, I guess that's kind of a good sign, right? In which, you know, we're um, starting to kind of ease a little bit, but in the courts, you're seeing that a little. Go ahead. Uh, it's actually a terrific sign. And um, I've been involved with this since the get-go because of my position with the Bar Association. And also on the New York State level, we have a special task force really to address the concerns of attorneys and litigants um, in small and solo practices and what's going on in the courts. We just got a memo actually yesterday for the first time we're going to be able to start bringing new proceedings into the court system as of Monday. Well, I mean, Monday's a holiday, but we have established an e-filing system, which has been in existence for quite some time throughout New York State and in some areas of the law in, um, in Suffolk County, which is where I practice. But now that's going to expand to matrimonial proceedings and to all types of proceedings. In the last couple of months, the court has been operating. However, just for essential matters on, on not new proceedings. So what we've had to do is request that the court hear the proceeding and deem it essential kind of on an emergency basis. I mean, in my practice, that certainly affects a lot of the uh, my my clients and litigants and family and matrimonial law, we haven't been able to file proceedings, um, custody proceedings, support proceedings, divorce proceedings. Um, but as of Monday, that's going to open up, which is really tremendous for these citizens um, on Long Island because it's just really been at a halt for a couple of months other than for the essential filings. Um, and as you can imagine, we have all kinds of issues that have come up, you know, in particular in, in this area of the law, and this has affected a lot of people um, in terms of custody and visitation. This, unfortunately, the coronavirus um, has impacted so many families. And in terms of people who don't reside together, whether they're going through a divorce or they're separated, it's been a huge impact on what do you do with the children? How do you safely transport them from home to home? I feel these calls all day long, as do my colleagues, and it comes up in the court system. Is it safe to send the kids over to mom or dad? Are they working in the city? Are they commuting? Are they around other people? Um, this has been a huge concern. And so I think we are going to start to be seeing a lot of those cases. Unfortunately, um, you know, some people have used this 
in, in order to prevent visitation, and that's something the court will look at. But I think for the most part, people are just really concerned about safety and need the guidance of what do you do so we keep everybody safe, not only the children, but the people that they interact with. You have people that live um, with elderly people. You don't want to bring the virus into the home, and how do you do all of this? So with the court opening, I think a lot of these issues will be addressed. Support issues is a huge problem with so many people losing their jobs, unable to pay support. And on the other hand, people receiving support that are on, uh, that are not receiving it. What do you do with those cases? So it's really going to be, in terms of the court system, a whole new world looking at these issues, really, you know, for the first time. No question. And that all begins Monday, by the way. So the Office of Court Administration to allow these civil lawsuits to be filed now. And by the way, in any county, that's any county, ladies and gentlemen, in the state. That is, that and is, well, it, what's, that is correct. And, yeah. it, and Lenny, any- no longer, it no longer uh, limiting to just, you know, the, the essential, as they put it, matters involving some of the safety, you know, the imminent safety issues. I guess the one condition all has to be, uh, the, the filing of the papers, right? That's on an electronic basis, correct? Is that, is that what that well, is? That's what it is. I mean, that's what the e-filing system is. Now, what the court system did do last week, they had uh, it's been opened up in, I think, about 30 or 35 counties upstate where they've actually opened the courts, and they're starting to have people enter and be able to go into the, into the courthouses. Not, not yet in Suffolk and not in New York City, I believe. Today or this week, they're opening it up in Albany. But the e-filing system, yes, it's it's going to be done that way. New matters have to be e-filed through the electronic system, through NYSIS. Um, However, for pro se litigants, that is not a requirement. So people should know that if you don't have an attorney, you you can go in, you can file new filings, but you do not have to do it electronically. Whether or not that will change at a certain point, I don't know. Um, but for attorneys, anything new has to be electronically filed. And as I said, we've had that system in other civil areas, um, but it's fairly new to, I mean, surrogates court's been doing it for a while, and they will be accepting new filings as well. But in matrimonials and family court proceedings, um, we have not had the e-filing system, although over the last couple of weeks, they have been taking electronic files, but not through New York State. Now it's going to all be through New York State, which is a much better system. Uh, in fact, we actually, the last couple of days, the attorneys have had various trainings um, on how to use the system. So I think it's going to be a terrific boon. You can do it any time of the day or night. It doesn't have to be, you know, going. you're not going to the courthouse. It could be, you know, at 2 in the morning if you want, you can file. So it's really a terrific thing. Lynn, just for my own edification and those who are listening, uh, if, let's say, I, I guess from a civil Supreme Court type of view here, uh, the, the cases we're talking about typically that are filed in civil uh, venues, uh, torts, matrimonial, I would imagine malpractice, medical, that type of thing. But it, it, does it, it doesn't include small claims. Am I right in saying that? Anything small claims-wise, that's not particularly in this category, correct? No, not not as of yet. The small claims um, court, which uh, those are those are prosecuted in the local district courts. That hasn't been open at all, so that's not functioning. The landlord tenant courts are not functioning. You know, small small claims um, district court. 
you know, those uh, that's where they prosecute, you know, town building and, and zoning. But small claims is not opening up for that as of yet. Um, it's really, it's really, it's just in Supreme and surrogate court. And, and okay. family court, um, you know, has that system in place already that where you can file. But now they'll start accepting new filing. There you go. We're talking with the Suffolk Bar Association president, uh, Lynn Poster Zimmerman. She's got an office in Huntington. We'll give you all details on that in, in a couple of minutes. Lynn, there's a whole new world, right? You know, we're kind of in that virtual world. We're in that way of, uh, of chats via Zoom and, and everything else. You know, sometimes I, I would imagine, you know, you lose that emotion that face-to-face one-on-one in-office conference table type stuff it, it's got to be kind of from a psychological sense you know a, a different way at least from your perspective i would imagine the other side as well those who are trying to settle differences so in, in essence what has that been like as far as the overall adjustment for you after three decades and everything else going about business a regular way well, well that's a really interesting question jay and it really is different um, I, you know, I know myself and my colleagues, we've been doing all of this by Zoom and have had to get proficient with that. We are doing court conferencing by Zoom. And depending on the judge, sometimes they'll do an, a phone conference, a Skype conference. We have virtual family court where the family court is actually there. You, you, you log in and the court is there, but the attorneys are not there. We just have a court clerk. Um, a stenographer and a court officer, and we conference that way, and we also conference with clients um, by Zoom. It's been very different. You know, it, it takes away, you're correct, from that, that, act, that personal interaction, but also in a lot of ways, we're all getting adjusted to it. And we've talked a lot about that, this within the Bar Association and the court system. Moving forward, this is going to be a different model from what we have traditionally known. Um, you know, traditionally in court, we're all there every day. There's lots of people. We don't know how long we are going to be impacted by this virus, but certainly when the courts do open up, it's going to be different. We're not going to have all these people in there all the time. Um, there'll be some kind of combination of virtual conferencing and appearance in, in court appearances um, with clients. You know, my clients have gotten used to this. It's, it's becoming a little bit, you know, the new normal because I can Zoom and speak with them. Certain things we can't do. You know, in a matrimonial proceeding, when you try to have a settlement conference, where typically you have both attorneys and both litigants sitting in a room together with a whole bunch of documents, that is very hard to do by Zoom. So that's going to take a little bit of time. Um, doing trials, we've discussed that also. That And actually, we have done some virtual trials in emergency situations, especially in family court where you have proceedings regarding children, removal of children and neglect and abuse um, proceedings, those have to move very quickly. Domestic violence issues where you really do need a trial. So the courts are doing that, but something more complicated is going to be very challenging to do um, by Zoom. We're all kind of talking about that because quite honestly, I mean, when this all started, I don't think any of us thought we'd still be doing this by now. Um, and here in, in on Long Island in Suffolk County, it's going to be a while we have such a great incidence of the coronavirus here. Um, but I think it's, it's different. And even though it takes away a little bit, 
from that kind of personal interaction, um, it, it's also evolving so that we kind of are all getting used to it. So we'll see what's going to happen in the future. I think it's going to be a combination of things. And right now, people seem to be content with doing it this way because everybody wants to stay safe. Uh, and, and this is the best way we can do it. And that's the overall mantra. Talking with Lynn Poster Zimmerman, happens to be the Suffolk Bar uh, Association president, uh, at least for another 10 days. We'll get into that in a second. She has an office in Huntington. Give me a phone number here, folks 631 731. 1042. She has literally uh, been serving New York families uh, for more than 35 years. And, you know, Lynn, it's interesting as we go through this period of isolation and quarantine and everything else, you know, we, we look at some of the numbers. We know domestic violence has escalated somewhat. Uh, we know that the within the confines, people have to kind of get along whether they they like each other or not. That's just the way of the way of life right now for all of us. And, uh, and with that, has several issues, I'm sure, have blossomed. Um, uh, do you get an uptick as far as over the last 10 weeks, as far as cases? Not saying divorce, maybe divorce thoughts took place way before, but certainly within the confines of this period, I would imagine there's been a, kind of an escalation in different categories that I'm talking about here, huh? Um, the, the, I, there definitely has, I mean, I've had quite a few people calling me. I, I can't take it anymore. I gotta get divorced. You know, people are forced to be together and, and maybe in some families that's going to help them to grow closer. That would be the hope. But in a lot of cases, if you've had, this isn't going to cause people in my view to be divorced, but if you've had issues all along, you know, th this could kind of be the straw that breaks the camel's back because now you're thrown together and it does put a spotlight on whatever the ongoing problems have been. So I, I, I think on the one hand, some people have held off because, because of the problem in the court system because you can't start anything, but other people have called. And, you know, I know in my office, and we are operating virtually, but we are here 100% full-time, um, you know, people have called and I said, listen, we can, we can get ready, this paperwork, we can start preparing for when the courts do open and then we can start the new filings. And, and now it is. Um, with regard to domestic violence, I mean, that's unfortunately uh, definitely a byproduct of this. And even in cases I have where, where we are litigating, you know, we're trying to keep the situation calm because I get these calls all day long. I try to tell people if you're in a situation going through a divorce, it's hard enough when you are going through a divorce under normal circumstances. But now when you're forced to be together, you know, you know, try to use your best common sense. Try to stay calm. Try to stay away from the other person. Um, communicate only, you know, about important essential matters. Don't get, get into an argument. I mean, that's all well and good, but, you know, we're all human. We have emotions. It is difficult. Um, so we're trying to avoid any really terrible situations uh, happening. And with children, one of the great concerns is, and I've done a lot of work over the years representing children in neglect and abuse proceedings, um, you know, those situations come to light when children are in school and teachers or administrators see something might be wrong and there may be a call to CPS or physicians. Now they're all at home and they're not, you know, people aren't seeing it. So that's a a great concern, and I think, you know, we're going to be seeing, unfortunately, a lot of those cases, too. Um, 
we can only hope that people, you know, will use their best common sense and try to stay calm and try to respect everybody's rights under these um, situations and, most importantly, try to protect your children. No question about it. Lynn, it would be remiss uh, not to mention the fact that your tenure as the Bar Association president of Suffolk is uh, only for, what, another 10 days or so. Um, give the folks give the folks an idea how you kind of got to that area, and what are you going to miss about it uh, when it's over on June 1? Well, that's a very interesting question. I, I've been involved with the Bar Association for many, many, many years on in all different capacities on various committees and task forces. Um, I was on the board of directors for a number of years, the Academy of Law, and on the executive committee. Uh, my term started, it's hard to believe, June 1st of last year. Um, it's been an absolutely terrific year. I've loved every second of it. Um, I've been here really. My role is to serve the attorneys and the litigants in Suffolk County. These last couple of months, I will say, did not expect it to turn into this, but it's been great. And we have been super, super busy with the Bar Association, not only assisting attorneys, but trying to assist the litigants in however we can. We have a pro bono project. Um, you know, we help people to guide them through the court system. We have an attorney referral service. Um, I will, I will certainly miss it. Although I will stay involved, and in, you know, in fact, one of the, the task forces I just created has to do with the court system and conferencing and what is it going to look like going forward. So I'm going to be involved with that. I'll be involved in the New York State, uh, the New York State level. And I am a delegate to the House of Delegates on the New York State Bar Association. Um, I will miss that everyday interaction. Uh, we have a great staff. We have great attorneys that are involved, really dedicated to this bar association. Um, but, you know, it's, it's a one-year term. It's been a wonderful term. Um, you know, it's been very, very busy. But, you know, it, it's okay. I'll still continue, and I'll continue in a different capacity. And, you know, I've done what I can, you know, to serve. And in these last couple of months, as insane as it's been, it's really been my absolute pleasure and honor to be in this position, to be able to help in whatever way I can. Well, listen, it's been an education. I could talk to you for another half hour, but because of time constraints and a radio show, we can't. But uh, I'd love to have you on again down the road. Fascinating uh, categories of discussion. Uh, Lynn's okay. office in Huntington, 631 731-1042-731-1042. Been an absolute pleasure, and we'll talk soon, okay? I'd love to, to join you again, Jay. Listen, I hope you stay safe, and your listening audience does as well. And have a wonderful day and a very happy holiday weekend. Indeed. Thank you, Lynn. Lynn Poster-Zimmerman, ladies and gentlemen.